Welcome to Engage, a series for women in agribusiness. This update is made possible by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, North Dakota Soybean Council, Peterson Farms Seed, and the North Dakota Grain Growers Association. Now, here's our host, Kara Hart. Today on Engage, we're visiting with the CEO and President of the U.S. Dairy Export Council and former Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. Thanks for joining the podcast today, Tom. I appreciate it. You've recently taken on uh, the new role. It's been about uh, how long, uh, Tom, since you've uh, started? Started February, first part of February. Uh, didn't take a whole lot of time off because um, there's a lot of work to be done in, in expanding dairy exports. It's incredibly important to the industry in the last decade, dairy exports have accounted for $36 billion of additional revenue for dairy producers. So maybe uh, share uh, with our audience some of your background, how you got connected um, uh, in the ag industry, becoming the ag secretary during the Obama administration, serving eight years, uh, and now working with U.S. Dairy Export Council. I think it's a basically it's a function of, uh, I started out as a small town lawyer uh, in a small town in southeast Iowa representing farmers, uh, doing tax returns, estate planning, and then eventually representing them during the farm crisis of the 1980s, uh, trying to uh, prevent foreclosures on their farming operations. Got to learn a lot about the operations of, of farming, how risky it is, how difficult it is, how incredibly uh, challenging it can be. Uh, you can be the best farmer in the world, and still, if Mother Nature doesn't cooperate, uh, you end up having a very tough year. I uh, had a chance to serve uh, my small town as mayor, uh, following a tragedy in our town when the mayor of our town was shot and killed and a career in the state Senate gave me a better understanding of sort of the lay of the land from an economic standpoint in terms of agriculture's contribution to the state of Iowa. Served as governor for eight years and I think governor of, a, of an ag state uh, gave me an opportunity to convince President Obama to give me a chance to be his secretary of agriculture. There were a lot of things uh, you worked closely with your staff on. One thing uh was supporting women in agriculture. Will you tell us a little bit more about your work supporting women in agribusiness and the ag industry? Seventy percent of all the farmers in the world today are women. When you consider uh, the challenge that we have with an aging farming population in the U.S. uh, and the fact that Purdue University, with the assistance of the Department of Agriculture, uh, recently did a study taking a look at opportunities in agriculture and agribusiness realizing that over the next five years, there'll probably be 60,000 good-paying jobs and only 35,000 people being trained for those jobs. There's an opportunity here for us uh, to create uh, a much more diverse population supporting agriculture and agribusiness in the U.S. uh, to reflect uh, globally what's happening uh, and to really fill the the niche, fill the, the, the hole or the void that's being created with an aging farming population. And we're finding, um, I'm finding, that uh, there are a lot of women out there who are very interested in agriculture that are not uh, uh, concerned about the fact that uh, for a long period of time, women played a a very important uh, supporting role. Uh, I think now they recognize that they uh, uh, ought to be and have the capacity to help lead organizations, help lead agribusinesses, help uh, be a a solid co-partner. Uh, with their uh, spouse uh, in in a farming operation. Uh, So uh, there's no reason why we should basically say to 50% of the population that this is an area that you can't participate in. That that is clearly not the case. Uh, Women are now contributing a great deal, and I think you're going to see over time uh, an emergence of of women leaders in agriculture. I was fortunate uh, with the uh, Corn Growers Association to work with Pam Johnson, 
uh, a woman who from Iowa uh, who ascended to the presidency of that organization, and she did a fabulous job of dealing with the challenges to the ethanol industry, uh, the challenges to the to corn growers across uh, across the country. Uh, very forceful, uh, very smart, uh, very dedicated, very passionate. And I found that Pam and Krista and many of the the young women who served in my administration and in the president's administration were just incredibly dedicated, really hardworking, um, and found a way, uh, albeit difficult, uh, to balance uh, work and life uh, needs, uh, family needs. Uh, it's 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 really challenging for a lot of young women. Uh, and we tried at USDA to be as flexible as possible with work schedules, as flexible as possible with um, maternity leave, um, so that people felt uh, that they were part of a family, part of a community that cared. Uh, and I think it uh, it, it honestly uh, improved morale, uh, and I think we were far more productive as a result. So uh, nothing but good things to be said about uh, the women who worked at USDA while I was there. We had some, uh, you know, we had some incredibly bright folks, and uh, and we we gave people opportunities for promotion. I think of Alexis Taylor. Um, uh, an Army veteran uh, from Dubuque, Iowa, uh, who is now the Commissioner of Agriculture uh, uh, for the state of Oregon. Um, and she just, uh, you know, rose through the ranks and did a fabulous job at the Foreign Ag Service uh, as a Deputy Undersecretary uh, with Michael Skuse. Uh, tremendous uh, talent. Uh, the, the list is endless. Are there any efforts underway to uh, shift uh, some of some of these women, um, like women in agribusiness movements in dairy? DMI, which is the sort of the lead organization under which U.S. DEC is is sort of one of the one of the uh, entities that it operates under DMI's umbrella. Uh, Barb O'Brien is the president of uh, of DMI. She's also the president of the Innovation Center. Um, a tremendous leader. Uh, of our organization, along with Tom Gallagher. So women are already in positions of authority and power within this structure. Uh, we're in the process of um, uh, utilizing talent uh, all over the world. Uh, there are women who are working at USDEC who are in charge of uh, teams that will be uh, focused on particular areas and particular regions of the world uh, to increase exports. So that process, I don't really have to introduce that into the dairy uh, family. That that was already present um, uh, when I came on board, uh, I just recently got uh, back from a meeting of the Innovation Center board, and most of the presenters were women. Uh, they have a, a program called Gen Youth, which is an effort to try to link young people with nutrition and healthy living and uh, physical exercise. Uh, it's a, an affiliation with the National Football League. Uh, the head of that effort, uh, the Gen Youth out there, does Alexis Click, an uh, incredibly dynamic, energetic uh, promoter of good health and, and for young people. Uh, so that's already, uh, we're already uh, sort of down that road when it comes to the dairy industry. Stepping back out to you and in, in your role and what you do um, and with all of your experience, where do you see agriculture evolving um, in, in the next five years or so? Well, I think agriculture will continue to be um, very dependent on uh exports uh, to be able to stabilize markets. Uh, and I think it's going to be important for us to be able to uh, aggressively educate and market U.S. dairy, U.S. agricultural products around the world. Uh, that's not necessarily going to be easy. Uh, we, uh, the current administration has made some decisions about trade agreements uh, that has put us in, a, in, in somewhat of a bind because it's created a void, particularly in Asia. 
Uh, in the dairy industry, we had uh, additional access to the Japanese market, potentially uh, a slightly different, better access to the Canadian market, and a protection against uh, geographic indications, which is an effort by the EU to monopolize the utilization of certain terms and types of cheeses that would give them the ability to only sell uh, those types of cheeses globally. Uh, we, we, we face really resistance there. Um, we withdrew from TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement, and that has created voids uh, where the EU is now aggressively negotiating free trade agreements, and they're further along in their bilateral discussions than we are. So I think it's going to be a challenging uh, but exciting time for, for dairy generally and for agriculture uh, specifically uh, globally uh, as we try to figure out ways to which in which we can help feed uh, an ever-increasing world population and a population, particularly in Asia, where we're seeing increased uh, middle classes and interest in consuming uh, the kinds of products that we produce in the U.S. Um, continue to be concerned about uh, the aging nature of our farmers, which is why it, it is important for us to continue to engage young people uh, in agriculture and agribusiness to make sure that they understand the tremendous opportunities that exist in that in that field, in that industry, and in, in, uh, that it is not just a sort of, uh, you know, a, a state conservative, uh, you know, not modern uh, business. It is, in fact, one of the most innovative parts of our economy. Uh, there's a just tremendous technology that's uh, evolving. Uh, there are tremendous uh, issues uh, involving the marketing of agricultural products, uh, the responsible marketing. Uh, a lot of folks are now using absence claims or negative claims to try to suggest that their product is safer or healthier than others. Uh, and deeply concerned about the impact that that has on the industry generally. We don't want consumers to lose confidence in the safety and the health and the nutrition of American food products generally. Um, and so I think there are a lot of challenging issues, um, a, a lot of opportunity, tremendous, uh, just a great uh, n number of opportunities. Um, and I think it's, it's now you're going to continue to see more women in leadership positions. You're going to continue to see efforts to try to make everybody feel comfortable at the table, at the agricultural table and the agribusiness table. Uh, there's an interesting diversity initiative that was started by ADM, uh, and they have reached out to uh, the large agribusinesses and the universities, uh, the minority-serving institutions, to try to create better diversity within agriculture so that we reflect uh, the America that we serve and we reflect the world that we're trying to sell to. This special series is produced by the Red River Farm Network. Thanks to these supporters, the North Dakota Grain Growers Association, Thunder Seed, Black Gold Farms, Ag Country Farm Credit Services, Dow AgriSciences, North Dakota Soybean Council, and Peterson Farms Seed.